Welcome to the House of Shame podcast where we talk about sex, healing, awareness, mental health, and empowerment. I am your host, Jamie, and I have a freaking headache. Oh my god, yeah, lately I've just been having like these chronic headaches. I don't want to call them migraines because like I could function throughout the day, but these headaches like don't go away and they come on during like the most random times and I'm like am I not eating enough and I know that I am so it's like why am I not drinking enough water I don't know if that am I drinking too much water like I drink like between like two to four liters of water a day so I don't think that that's the problem I've been getting a lot of sleep lately I don't know if it's because I'm having a lot of like random thoughts living in my brain which probably is because I literally overthink my entire life at every given moment that I can and that is one thing that I am trying to stop doing um I know that I'm not the only person that does that I posted on my Instagram story a couple days ago being like is anyone else having an overwhelming amount of anxiety and like 45 people were like yeah queen and then the other like three there was only three people that were like can't relate I'm like why can't I ever be in the can't relate category I would really like not to have things pile up in my brain that I literally can't do anything about um I guess like one of my things that's piling up in my brain is my house so I rent my mom's house which is amazing um yeah so Logan my sister and I live here and we currently have another roommate um he is moving out and probably when this episode comes out he will be gone and I love him he's a great friend but four people in this um medium-sized home is honestly a lot and we have a lot of stuff so everywhere I look I just feel like there's clutter and I'm a very like organized I don't want to like use the term OCD but everything has a place if it's not in place I get honestly a lot of anxiety and and then I start to like have it like fester on the inside because so-and-so didn't put the salt where it's supposed to be or so-and-so didn't put the um, toilet paper roll back. And I say so-and-so because it could be Logan, my sister, or my roommate. You know, like I feel like I'm really diligent with things. But then when I don't do these things, I'm like, oh, whatever. I do it all the time. It's fine. But yeah, that's like my internal battle of things that are living in my mind that shouldn't be living in my mind. One thing that I'm trying to do is just let it go and be. And if it doesn't have a purpose or if it's only serving me negativity and stress to let it go. Um, I usually go to the gym between four and six times a week. I know that sounds insane and the past um, a couple of weeks I've actually reduced that number to only two to three times a week which I also think is very reasonable. Um, I struggle with body dysmorphia and yeah it's a journey but you know it's I'm getting better. Um, I've really made a lot of progress in the past year and a half um, with that problem of mine but yeah so I was like I'm like, what am I going to do to just reduce the stress in my brain? And it was like, not going to the gym. Like you don't need to put pressure on yourself to work out. You look great. There's, it's not necessary for you to go to the gym that much unless you're like a personal trainer or unless you're competing to be in a show. And I have no interest in either of those things. I I'm learning to eat intuitively and listen to my body and feed my craving. So that's progress on its own. So yeah, I haven't been going to the gym as much, which has been really nice. But when I do go, I actually enjoy working out um, again. So I go through waves with that. It's something that I'm constantly always like working on. But yeah, so that's also been like living in my brain. Like it's okay that you didn't go to the gym today, girl. You fine. Maybe go for a walk or just take a fucking nap because you deserve to nap, you know? Um, yeah, so I guess mental health check-in. I am 
a little overwhelmed and it's all self-inflicted stress. So um, how I'm going to try to fix that is while I am on here right now talking to you about my um, feelings and like what's in my brain, um, I really do want to cry, but I haven't like built up enough things to cry and I just can't like sit there and force tears. So I'll probably cry eventually and it will be amazing. And usually when I like cry after having a lot of like built up things, I feel so much better for weeks or months. So I'm just waiting for that to happen, but I don't necessarily love getting to the point where I want to cry. So I'm trying to attack each situation as it comes. Does this serve me today? Does this not serve me today? Does this live in my brain rent-free? Does this literally serve a purpose for me right now. And nine times out of 10, it is no, it doesn't serve you a purpose. So stop stressing about it. Another thing that I've been kind of like weighing on my brain has been my friendship breakup. Um, as some of you may know, um, the house of shame wasn't always the house of shame. It was a other podcast name and there was a duo instead of a me. So, um, that came to an end and it was abrupt and it was, I guess I, you could say I initiated the breakup, but for eight months, there was a lot of red flags that I never addressed to the other person. I just like expected it to get better. And when I did address it, um, because this person had um, mental health sensitivity, I'll say. I never, I sugarcoated things and never actually said like how I was truly feeling. So yeah, it was just like a recipe for like disaster. I couldn't be honest with my feelings without hurting her feelings. So yeah, then, but she could treat me however she wanted to and whatever. It's, it's a thing that's living in my brain right now. I'm wondering if I should contact her and address the situation for what it is, or if I should just leave it how it is, the, let the universe just like take care of it. I obviously don't wish her any bad. She's a, an amazing person, but I just think our friendship ran its lifespan. And I've had friendships end before um, that went on way too long because of whatever. And yeah, so that's just living in my brain and I don't know what to do with those feelings or emotions. Uh, I've been thinking about writing a letter and then burning it, but I don't, I think I just, just should just write, but you know, when you like go to write a letter that you're never going to send, you like feel like you have to be a class A author and then you have to have like a thesis statement and then a body and then a conclusion, like I have to get out of my head that I have to be like this perfect writer when I'm trying to write about my emotions and anything goes because it's only me who's going to see it. There could be tear stains all over the paper. There could just be one word all over the paper. It could just be fucking scribbles for all that matters as long as you're relieving stress. So I'm working up to do the courage of that. I just can't find the words, but you know what? Maybe by talking about it like right now or writing it down on paper, I will find some words to relieve the stress that is living in my brain for absolutely no reason. So in today's episode, I wanted to do an episode on affirmations and manifestation, how to manifest your life, how to manifest your emotions, how to serve yourself. And um, I wanted to do this because I felt like it was inspiring for me and I think it could help me to talk through my emotions with myself. But also I feel like there's a lot of people out there that also have these struggles and don't know how to execute them. So let's work through our struggles together and learn how to manifest. So like right off the hop, manifestation, it's really easy actually. You just like wake up and you're like, today I'm going to have a good day. You just manifest that you're going to have a good day and it'll happen. But then I feel like when we do that, we get wrapped up and like it's really hard to be positive every single day. So 
that's kind of where like I'm struggling where I would try to be positive every single day and then like force out my negative emotions and then when I would do that I would like almost take it out on people so being positive every day is definitely not realistic and if you are a positive person every single day please dm me and let me know your secret because i would love to be a ray of sunshine every day not a fucking rain cloud it is totally okay to like live in your emotions and to feel the negative emotions that you have and that is something that i'm learning is to feel how you feel. If you feel sad, explore the sad feeling. Why are you feeling sad? Why did this trigger me into sadness? Recognizing your triggers and what could put you in a state of mind, but then choosing to live in a negative mindset that's exhausting every single day. So I think by living in those negative emotions, that is obviously super exhausting. So instead of like living there, allow yourself to feel, but give yourself like a timeline on like how long you're going to like let yourself feel that way. Like when we're going through a breakup, it is totally normal to sit and be sad and feel the breakup and like question like why this why that what if it's so easy to like live in the whys and the what ifs but as soon as you turn your brain off of that and you just I'm not going to think about that right now and you verbally say that to yourself you are not thinking about this today then I think that changes the game you set it to the universe so you're gonna say it to yourself and you're gonna just not think about it or have a safe word for yourself like I'm thinking about this what's my safe word or just tell your brain to literally stop stop it you can wake up every single day and be like today's gonna be an amazing day and it could be an amazing day and if you let it be an amazing day like you could have negative bumps in the road but you're like you know what today's gonna be a good day I'm not gonna let this ruin my mood and what I've started doing when I'm feeling negative or sad in some sort of way I literally tell myself stop it not today. You're not going to let this bother you. And a big trigger for me is like, this is so dumb, but it's like so small. And a lot of people let this ruin their day. This fucking traffic. I can't control the intersection. I can't control stupid drivers. I can't control if someone uses their signal. I, you know what? Traffic is one of those things that is like 100% out of your control. Trains are 100% out of your control. Like if you're going to be late for something and you hit a train or you're going to be late for something and you're in bad traffic, like it's not your fault that traffic's bad. Like you're just not going to let it ruin your day. So it could be just something as small as that being like, okay, girl, I'm not letting it ruin my day. Let's just take a step back and breathe. Weird that I use a traffic analogy in a dating relationship, self-improvement podcast, but you know, traffic is an everyday thing and we can always relate to it. But another thing that I want to add is like, yeah, sure. It's traffic, but like, people. You can't control what people say to you. And I think we lose sight of that. Like you are the role in, you're the superstar in your life story and other people in their life story, they're the superstar and they're the characters. So you can't control like what they're feeling and what they're thinking. So to have somebody ruin your day, you choose how to react to what they're saying to you. And by choosing a negative reaction, you're going to have a negative outcome, or you can have the reaction of like, you know what? I'm sorry that you feel that way. That is kind of like a gaslighty term, but in some situations, I think it's applicable. Like you could say, I'm sorry that you're feeling that way. I'm choosing not to let this affect me right now. Or you could just say that to yourself. I'm choosing not to have this person's, um, outburst or negative energy affect my positive light right now and you can choose to separate yourself from the situation if that person is going through something it's not your responsibility to give your energy to them to make them feel better and I feel as 
women, we are more nurturing and we care. We have a lot more empathy. And I'm not saying that men don't, but we tend to give our energy to people who don't deserve it. So when you conserve like your positive light and your positive vibe and energy and you choose to keep it for yourself and not give it to negative people, you are doing yourself a favor. Or if you want to flip the script and you're the negative person, I think it's really important when you are feeling negative to look at why, knowing the why you're feeling negative. Is it your ego? Is there something that you need to let go? Is there something deeper that is controlling your emotions that you are projecting out into the world? So I think by letting go of your ego, you're accepting where you are in life and by accepting that you could manifest where you want to go and how to do that, you could come up with goals. So I think like the first step in like learning how to like let go of your ego is the golden rule, treat people how you would like to be treated That sounds so cliche, but it's 100% true. If you're literally a negative garbage can, you know, I love to call people garbage cans. You know, I'm an Ikea stainless steel garbage can. Um, Like you teach people how to treat you. So by treating people nicely, you're teaching people how to treat you nicely. If you're treating people like shit, you're teaching other people how to treat you like shit. So by just changing how you approach the situation and changing your negativity into positivity, you can change the outcome of the situation. I think this is a big thing in relationships and in friendships. And I think this is a big reason why relationships and friendships end because when you're negative or you try to control somebody or manipulate the situation, like how is that serving you? That you have to manipulate a person into doing something that you want or you have to be rude to somebody in order to get your way. Like that just doesn't seem fun. And I think that like that's when karma comes and then they give you like a snap of reality. I think um, when you manifest like positivity and positive energy and like you could enter a situation and deal with it in maturity, it generally has a better outcome. Another thing is like acknowledgement and knowing to ask for something or showing that you need to be supported and asking for something. So I guess what that means to me is like acknowledging when I'm not okay and being able to say it out loud. I'm not okay and this is what I need. And when you can communicate that to like your partner or your friend, that is like the first step into healing whatever you need healing from or whatever is piling up in your brain, living their negativity rent-free, just causing you so much stress and anxiety. Like what do I need to be supported and how do I um, converse this with others so they know what I need? So they know that like my negative outburst isn't a reflection on them. They know that I'm not trying to project negativity on them or they know why I'm projecting this negative energy on them. And then if you explain your emotions and you can try to talk about it, you have a lot more success in your relationships and in your life. And like just, it's amazing what talking does. It is so amazing what talking um, through your emotions do. Um, Over the past few months, there's been a lot of emotional things that have happened in my life. And I am so thankful for my best friend. Um, He is one of the most amazing people I've ever met. And I don't even need to tell him, like he's known me for so long where he knows like my text demeanor. He knows my um, facial expressions. He knows... um, just how I conduct myself in my voice when I'm in like a really good place or in a really bad place. And my favorite thing about him is he just doesn't pry. He'll like come over and he'll like bring me a tea or he'll just like chill with me and he'll be like, yeah, 
so what's going on? What's up? And usually when, when he does that, like he knows, he knows something's up and then we'll just like talk like small talk, like, oh, life, you know, whatever is going on that week. And then it always leads and I never know how, but it also, it always leads to like a deeper conversation and I always end up in tears and it's like, he's the only person even in my like committed relationship with Logan, my best friend is the only person that could like reach me on that deeper level where I can just open up in a judgment-free zone. And he doesn't even have to say anything. Like half the time, it's just like working through my own shit where I'm like, oh, that feels so much better just to like say out loud. And he's just like, do you feel better, buddy? (laughs) That's what he'll say. He'll be like, do you feel better, buddy? I'm like, oh, thanks. I'm like, thank you for um, making me cry just for being like an amazing friend. He is a wonderful friend, but you know what? I he, he does it to me too. Like if I know that something's bothering him, I could also tell like with a drop of a hat, like how he's feeling that day. Or if he is been has been ignoring me or giving me one word replied answers. I know something's up and I know that he's feeling stressed and I know that he just like needs somebody to talk to and he is like a classic person just like myself that bottles things up until they are like ready to explode but he only like explodes in front of me and I only explode in front of him and it's like it's like we have like this like I don't know. I call him like my best friend soulmate. I believe Logan is like my lifetime partner, my soulmate, like a man that I'm going to marry. His name is Reed. He's going to come on here. I'm going to expose him. But um, he is like my soulmate. And it's like we have like this um, telepathic like, oh, Reed's not doing good today or Jamie's not doing good today. Like I'm just going to send them a nice message or I'm going to pop by the house and see what's going on. So acknowledging those type of emotions and like when you need support or just being there for a friend when you know they need to be supported, that is like so, so important when it comes to letting down your walls and letting go of your ego and the like second step into like manifesting a better life. And then another thing is um, practicing gratitude. So just like practice your gratitude, um, appreciate the things that you've done and mistakes that you've made that got you to the point that you are. Like life isn't easy and it's not supposed to be. So when you're sitting there and you're like, oh my God, like my life is so hard. Like nothing good is like coming for me. I'm not meant for anything good. Why are you saying that to yourself? Why are you letting yourself talk to you like that? Would you talk to your friend? Would you say, hey, Deborah, your life is shit. Nothing is, nothing ever good is gonna come to you you are not destined for good things fuck no you wouldn't say that to your best friend you you wouldn't at all so why would you say that to yourself ask yourself that would i tell myself that i'm garbage did you answer yes or no (laughs) i really hope you said no i'm not garbage I also hate when people say, oh, I'm never going to find anybody. Well, if you keep saying you're never going to find anybody, then you're never going to find anyone. Or you'd say, I only attract crazy men. I only attract fuck boys. I only attract douchebags. Well, what are you doing that makes these people attracted to you? Look at yourself in the mirror and say, what is my behavior like? What am I doing that's attracting these people? Why am I saying that I only attract these people when I have XYZ amazing qualities about myself? When you say things like that, you're putting them out to the universe and the universe hears you and they're just going to be like, okay, Beth, here you go. Here's all the douchey men. Here's all the people with mommy issues. Here's all the people that have undiagnosed mental health problems. Here's all the people that are going to ghost you. And you just keep like going for people like that. It's, it's bound to happen. You're just going to keep finding these people. I uh, saw this meme the other day and I thought it was so funny. It was like, um, when a girl finds a guy that's emotionally secure, has a good job, um, it was like along those lines and it was just like I think we just are meant to be friends 
I was like, oh my God, if that isn't like the most true thing, like why? Why are we like, why are we like that? But men also say that too. Like, oh, I'm looking for like someone who's wife material. Well, okay. Like there was just like 10 girls lined up hanging out with you that are wife material, but you chose to like fuck them over. And, or like the girl, um, is like, keeps going for like fuck boys when she like meets a really nice guy. And then she's like, why do all these men, why are they all trash? Well, maybe you're acting like garbage and you self-sabotaged in your way into only dating men who are garbage. In my opinion, negative self-talk is like the most destructive like self-sabotage thing that you can do in your manifestation journey. Like if you manifest your life, that your life is a joke, that you're broke, that you're not smart enough to get places, that you're only meant to date somebody like who's out of your league in a bad way. Um, you're, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like if you constantly like think these negative things, like, oh, my life is shit. Like the world is giving me shit. Like, yeah, then your life is going to be shit. So like, let's start manifesting like amazing things for ourselves. And like, let's start by saying today is my day. Today is going to be an amazing day. I'm going to have a great day. I am enough. I am capable of great things. I am capable of love. I am capable of having success in my career. I am capable of financial stability. And by saying those things and believing those things, then you have a course of action. You set those things to the universe. You're going to keep saying those things to the universe. Well, those things are going to be something that you think about often. If you say them enough, then you're going to be like, well, how do I get love? How do I get financial stability? How do I get my new job? It's all about how you talk to yourself and how you conduct yourself into the universe. I swear to God, the universe listens. Like I literally manifested my relationship with Logan like a year and a half before I met Logan. I dated somebody for quite some time before him and we broke up and it was a really sad and hard breakup. I was young and we went through a lot together, but after that relationship, I was like, okay, like I don't want anything right now. I'm not trying to date anybody. I just want to be myself and figure out who I am. So in that year and a half journey that I was single, I feel like I did figure out who I was because of the relationship that I was in. I'm not like giving my ex-boyfriend hundred percent credit for the amazing bitch that I am today, but he showed me what I was worth because there were points in that relationship where I was treated like absolute garbage. And I was like, why am I putting up with this? So I manifested in myself, like you're not going to put up with this. You're not going to put up with people treating you that way. You're not going to put up with people that have behavioral problems or psychological problems. That is not your problem. And that is not your journey. And that is not your thing to fix. You are responsible for you and you are not responsible to fix somebody and I think like we live in a society where we're like we want to fix people and we want to help them and like helping somebody through their mental health journey is an amazing thing to do but when it starts to like hurt your mental health and you start to care more than they do that's when you have to take a step back and be like okay, I'm not doing this today. This does not serve me today. And if you're not going to take what I'm offering you, then why should I care more than you? Why do I care about your health more than you care about your health? And when you ask yourself those questions, it really like does put things into perspective. So when I chose to end my relationship, there was a lot of like, other things. I don't want to call it like an addiction problem, but there were some like behavioral problems that um, grew into something more and they have been an issue in that relationship for quite some time. So when I was choosing to leave that relationship, I wasn't choosing to like leave him and like not help him through his addiction journey. But 
I was 21 years old trying to start my life and I kept getting set back, set back, set back, emotionally drained. And I was trying to start a business at that time. And I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I putting myself through this emotional turmoil for somebody who literally doesn't care about themselves? And they they told me that they cared about themselves. They're like, I'll do it for you. I'll do this for you. I'm like, no, you can't do it for me. You have to do it for you. So I took my own advice and I chose to leave that relationship for myself. At the end of the day, I chose me. And that's what I continued to do for a year and a half until I met Logan And even to this day, we've been dating for three years. So for the past four and a half years, I've chose myself every single day. And I'm not saying that I had like amazing positive days every single day, but I chose myself every day. Logan and I have a rule in our relationship is like, no matter what, I come first. He goes first in his life. And then our relationship is second. And then we have whatever else in our third tier. Sometimes our relationship is put on a pedestal and it's the first thing. It depends on the situation. It depends on the circumstance, but we both are so secure in our mental health and like ourselves that we know like what we need to achieve good things. So by choosing yourself and putting yourself before the relationship, am I mentally healthy today? Am I happy today? Am I doing this for you or am I doing this for me? When you start doing things for other people, that hurt you don't do that don't do it because it's only going to give you more stress and you're gonna feel like why did I do that why did I hurt myself for this person why is this person more important than my own well-being and it's hard because in marriage and in like long-term relationships like I feel like that gets lost and I feel like that's why most marriages end because like you're always working to keep the other person happy and then the communication gets a loss because you didn't care enough about yourself to say something about how you were feeling so back on how I like manifested my relationship with Logan a year and a half before I even met him my best friend and I were sitting down and he asked me, we're just talking about love and like bad relationships and you know what, you know what girls talk about, but I was talking about it with my like man best friend. He's amazing, but either way, you know what we talk about. Uh, It's like, I just want a guy that does this, 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 X, Y, Z. I want a girl that's blah, blah, blah. Well, he asked me like, what do you look for in a guy? Like, what are your things that you want in your next relationship? And I said, I want the ability to be independent and I want somebody who supports me in being an individual. I don't want to be emotionally responsible for somebody and I want him to look like Machine Gun Kelly and Travis Barker had a baby. So um, I think I managed to get all of those things and it took me a long time to find it and figure it out. But how I did that was I also decided I'm going to start talking to people and making the first move when it comes to having a relationship. So I took like a year and a half of like practice and I started like randomly like talking to guys. I went on Bumble. I would, so on Bumble, you have to like message people first and start talking to them. But I would also go up to like random people at the gym and just like start a conversation with them because I was so like emotionally and um, socially awkward where I wouldn't like talk to people. Like I was like out of the dating game for a really long time and I was young. So yeah. Um, and then I literally, I saw Logan at a bar and he was outside and he was wearing the most ridiculous pants I'd ever seen in my life. They were pink camouflage pants and he was smoking a vape and he had like bleach blonde hair. And I like looked at him and I was like, wow, I'm going to talk to that guy and tell him he's hot minus the pants minus the pants. I can't stress enough. They were the most terrible, ugly pants. And you know, probably six months into our relationship, I was like, those pants have to go. But 
I went up to him and started talking to him and I told him that I thought he was hot. And um, then one thing led to another. We exchanged social media information and we didn't talk or see each other for about like two weeks. And yeah, then we started talking, hanging out. I always say like the first time that he came over to my house, that's when he moved in because we were inseparable after the first time he came to my house. And then like three weeks into just like seeing each other, I can't stress enough that I was not looking for a relationship at this point. Like I was so single and like so happy to like date myself. I was like right in my self-love journey, feeling myself, like doing everything that made me happy, really focusing on my business and how to like be a better person and be oh my god if you heard that that's my cat his meow is awful but anyway my self-love journey oh my god one second sorry about that I had to cater to my very annoying very lovable baby cat he's not a baby he is six years old but um he is like the love of my life I love that cat so much we have been through so much together yeah but that's for another day but yeah my self-love journey was like a real thing and I took it very seriously but then like two like three weeks into seeing Logan I was like oh my god like I would be stupid if I didn't date this person and like I'm realizing like I realized like at that time like I literally manifested this person in my head it's like it's like when I was talking to Reed about like what kind of man I wanted to have in my life and what kind of person I wanted to be with and how I wanted to be treated. It was like, that was it. It was like a build, build a boyfriend like a year and a half ago. And then, wow, he's here. He's literally in my, in my living room right now. So then myself being the crazy person that I am, I um, may or may not have um, unknowingly tried to self-sabotage, um, all the amazing things that were happening by talking to my ex, by, um, kind of being snappy and being like, I don't deserve this. This is too good to be true. Blah, blah, blah. And I give Logan so much credit because there were a lot of times where self-sabotage, like did really affect our relationship and then but he literally called it out and he called it how it is he's like why are you doing this right now explain to me why you're trying to pick a fight with me right now for like no reason and like he was the first person and the only person to talk to me in such a calm manner to address the situation for how it was and then I like had nothing to say I was like you're right like I don't know. And he's the first boyfriend I've ever had in my life where I've been like, you're right. You are absolutely right. I'm sorry for acting this way. And then I started asking him like, what's the fucking catch? What is the catch? This is too good to be true. I do not deserve this right now. But then I have like this other realization that the universe wouldn't give me something that I wasn't ready for. The universe wouldn't give me something that wasn't meant for me. So by manifesting this person and like manifesting like what I wanted and like in a relationship, like having my core values and in, in check and whatever, I was like, wow, like I did manifest this love. I manifested a person and I received that person and I received it when I was supposed to. Logan and I have been dating for three years. I met Logan when I was 23 and it's been a really amazing relationship since like we've had definitely ups and downs especially through covid and and whatever but i love our life together i love how individual it is i love that we have our own hobbies and our own um interests and i love that we can support each other and be indifferent on situations and not have it affect our relationship so i'm a firm believer in like if you manifest that you want like a good guy and a stable relationship and somebody that's going to treat you well Yes, manifest that, but also think about when when you get that, what are you going to do with it? Because when I found myself in that situation, wow, I finally had this like amazing thing. I didn't know how to keep it because I didn't think that I was deserving of it. And I'm so lucky that I have such amazing friends and amazing mom and amazing dad that was like, you deserve good things you know that, right? Like you're a really hardworking, like successful person. And like, this is what's meant for you. And I don't want to say like 
if Logan left me, I'd be broken, but um, I probably would be. And I would it would probably take me a lot to like get over it. But I'm not manifesting that we're going to break up. I'm not manifesting negative things for our relationship. I'm manifesting good things for a relationship. And you can do that too if you want a person or if you're in a relationship right now and it's maybe not going so great. Like, ask yourself, like, why isn't it going so great? Talk to your partner, like, hey, like, do an emotional check in. Be like, hey, like, what do you want out of this? Like, what's not working for you? How come when we communicate, it always ends in this? How come when we try to um, bring up a certain issue, this happens? How come, just like ask how and why, what your person is feeling and what you're feeling and truly be like, what do you want? Not just for the person, but what do you want? Like I'm talking to you right now, girl. And if you're a boy listening, I'm talking to you right now, boy. Um, what do you want? What do you want out of the situation that you're in right now? What do you want out of life? Really sit down with your thoughts, take out a pen and paper and listen and list things that you want. Record your voice being like, I want this, write it, write it down just say it out loud. What do I want? Manifest that. And, and don't manifest negativity, manifest that you are deserving of the things that you want and figure out a way how to get there. One of my favorite things that came from my previous relationship was the mentality. If you say something enough and you believe it, it will happen. He literally would say that to me all the time. I'd say, I want to have my own business one day. I want to like mainly in that time in my relationship, that's all I wanted. I wanted to be like an independent hairstylist. I wanted to manage myself. I wanted to make my own hours, have my own clientele, have my own space. And he literally told me, Jamie, if you say something enough, you will get there. And I also was like, I'm going to be a millionaire one day. I'm going to like have financial success in my life. And at that point in my life, I had barely $5,000 to my name. And in the past like five years, I've really buckled down on my savings. I figured out how to get there. I don't have hundreds of thousand dollars by any means, but I have enough money where if with COVID, um, I was shut down for like literally half the year. And though there was like a couple government assistant programs that, that I was thankful for, I also, if that wasn't available, I was also able to like pay my rent, pay all my bills. And I could probably do that for seven months without having my parents help me, without having the government help me. I have enough like saved that I could like have a really good cushion and still save money. So I manifested financial stability and I figured out a way how to get there. Um... I am a firm believer if you, like, yeah, like if you say something, like if you say to yourself, like, I'm just a broke bitch. Well, okay. Yeah. You are just a broke bitch. Like, why don't you want, how come you don't manifest um, that you're going to not be one day? Why don't you manifest that your education or that your, um, your goals are going to get you financial stability? You can't just like tell the universe and tell people that you're a broke person and, be and and be happy with that like that's negative like saying that you're broke is negative and though it may be true why would you want that statement to be true forever why explain that thing to me explain why you're manifesting that you're not financially stable can you can you explain it i didn't think so because it's negative. We don't want to think about those things. So let's fight, like, let's manifest positive um, energy when it comes to our finances. Like you're not going to save a million dollars overnight. You're not going to save $10,000 overnight. You might not even save a thousand dollars in a month. Like who cares if your success story is like, wow, I saved it. I saved $200 this month like for, and I paid all my bills and I have this much money left over. That's a fucking win. 
that's a win. If you have a hundred dollars left over, like whatever. And then that number grows because you see the success that you like set in yourself by saying, Hey, like I'm going to set aside this much money per month, or I'm going to make it possible to set aside this much money. And then that number grows, then your cushion builds, and then you have the ability to set more money aside, or then you have the ability to buy yourself that thing that you really wanted, or you have the ability just to be like, wow, I saved this much money this month. Like that's a really good feeling to have. And you could manifest like financial stability. It's like when you say something, literally, I'm going to say it again. He taught me so much in that way because he would say it to me all the time if you say something enough and if you believe something enough it will happen you will attain your level of success if you say that thing over and over again because eventually you will start to believe it you will start to practice those things that are going to get you there you will start to research how to get to where you want to be and then put those things into practice and you won't get mad at yourself if you slip or if you need to pay for something then you're not going to be stressed because you're like wow well I need to get my car fixed and now I have this money set aside and I can pay for what needs to be fixed and I'm not going to be a broke ass after like that's that's great. And if you have a family that is willing to help you or a friend that's like willing to help you and give you like advice, go for it. But also like if you are like if, that, if that's something that like means a lot to you, go seek other help. Like I see a financial advisor every quarter, every 3 months. And I've been seeing him. The first conversation I had with him was two and a half years ago. I also at that point wasn't like you know, I was doing a lot better than what I was like, like three years before that. But at the same time, I was like, not where I wanted to be, where I thought I should be at 23. And then, um, by talking to him, I just started like making goals for myself and giving myself a budget and living within my means. And, um, just saying like, I can't afford to do that right now. And being okay with that. Like I ha like my life had to take a little bit of a sacrifice. My social life took a little bit of a sacrifice because I just couldn't afford to do the things because I wanted to like reach a goal. And if you want to reach a goal enough, you'll make small sacrifices for it. Like going out drinking isn't as important to me as saving like $150 per night. You know what I mean? Like going out and like destroying your body and like hurt hurting the insides of you and then like feeling shitty the next day is not as fun when I could like look at my bank account and be like wow I don't have a hangover and I didn't spend an obscene amount of money on things that are just hurting me like when you think of it and like say it like that it's like why wouldn't I just stay home and like watch a movie or oh like I can go to the the liquor store and buy a bottle of wine that's seven dollars and drink at home or invite my girlfriend over like why go to the bar why do you need to do that tell me well, I guess like having a social life, like, of course, but like pick your occasion or if going out with your friends is something that like means a lot to you, like pick a day, do it, um, with your friends, plan an evening and like go out and do the damn thing. But it doesn't need to happen every single weekend. It doesn't need to happen every single day. You don't need to go out for dinner, like every night of the week or do skip the dishes like manifesting those things and like taking those things into account when you're trying to like reach a certain goal, like that is what's going to put you ahead. And when you could put like your goals into a reality, that is how you're going to grow as a person and be positive and then see the positive changes in your life. As of December 1st, 2020, I um, got a new job. So I am still a hairstylist. I try to do hair as much as I can. Um, what seems like full-time might be part-time, but it's, it's a lot. But um, I am a sales representative for Western Alberta and I love my job. And um, prior to the, getting this position, I actually applied at another Distrib distributor um years prior and I didn't get the position and I think it's just because I wasn't ready for it 
and I wasn't like at a place in my life where it was suitable. So when I was applying for this one with a different distributor, um, one that I was a lot more comfortable with, I actually knew a lot more about the company and I really, really wanted to work for them. I sent out my resume in October and um, got a call back um, mid-October. Then I had my first interview in November and then I finally got hired as of December 1st. That was my start date. So I got hired in November and then a month later was my official start date. Um, I manifested the fuck out of that. Like I, when I saw that that position was available, I called my rep and I was like, Hey, I want this job. I want it so bad. And she was like, are you sure? Are you sure you're ready for this? And I was like, let's go have coffee. So me and her, we went out for coffee and I literally asked her like every question that there was about uh, under the sun and like why I wanted to pursue this. And she asked me why I wanted to pursue this. So she actually put a really good word into, um, my team lead and, um, we, uh, talked about it and she, she honestly, she did it. She, I don't feel like she was the reason I got this job, but I do feel like making that network and like making that connection with her and then literally telling myself like to the universe like you are smart you are an established hairstylist you have a great like following you have a great understanding of the community you know a lot of people in this industry you are a great colorist and you know this color line inside and out why wouldn't they hire you so when I had my interview with my now manager like he, he said that exact thing. Like he said, like, I think you're going to be great at this position, blah, blah, blah. And he told me the company's core values, like trust, honesty, um, hard work, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, that is like literally what I stand for. And I loved that they stood for that. And it's been such an amazing thing for me. But the fact that I like sat in my car, I had, so the interview process was, um, my phone interview with the human resources guy. Then I had an interview, uh, a zoom interview with him and my manager. And then I had another zoom interview with the CEO and my manager and the human resources person. So I have I like every time that I went into that interview, I was like, you're going to do great. You are smart. You know this. You're they're going to hire you. Why wouldn't they hire you? And then um, like in my last interview that before I got the call saying like, hey, like you're hired. They're like, um, oh, OK, well, thanks for talking to us, Jamie. Like, is there anything else that um, you'd want to talk about or that you would like to add? And I made them all laugh. And I was just like, so did I get the job? <laughs> and I feel like that was like a memorable thing. I wasn't afraid to be myself and I wasn't afraid to like make a little bit of a joke. And I don't know if that's why I got hired. I think it's because of my skill set and that I'm a very approachable person. But it was not being afraid to like be myself. So I literally, I, again, like I feel like I manifested that job by saying that I was going to like do good things and I believe that I could do that role and I believe that I could do it well. And there have been times like throughout my career in this like new position where I've like, you're not meant to do this. <laughs> like you, this isn't for you. Like you are not a corporate person. Your personality isn't corporate. You're not, you're not professional enough. You're not this, you're not that. And I'm like, why am I talking to myself so negatively? And I've like caught myself doing that. And it's like, okay, no, like you are like, they wouldn't have hired you if you weren't meant for this role. They would probably tell you if you were not cut out for it. And there have been times like in the past, um, uh, nine months, almost 10 months in the role where I've actually been honest with my team lead being like, am I doing good? It's a very independent role. I don't have to go into an office every single day. My company is based out of Calgary and I live in Edmonton. So I see like my team lead like once every month and a half. We talk like every two weeks, but I'm basically in charge of my own schedule and in charge of my life here. I'm like the CEO of my own little territory, which is amazing. And I'm happy that I'm supported in my role. But anyway, that's little spiel and like how my job works. But I'm, I sit there and I'm like, yes, like you are. And I am honest with him. And I tell him like these things like, Hey, like, I just don't feel like confident in, in how I'm feeling or at this, it makes me feel uncomfortable when, um, 
like I'm not like no one gives me direction or no one tells me that I'm doing good like I'm a person that likes um, positive affirmations and words of affirmation like knowing that I'm doing well so by communicating that with him and having open communication like that he honestly checks in with me more and it's like if that was me five years ago trying to have that conversation, I don't think that um, I would do good in this role because I didn't have the communication and skill set to be able to like say those things. So I manifested like four or five years ago that I'm going to get better at talking about my emotions in a professional setting. Do, am I great at talking about my emotions in my personal life and in my relationship setting? Newsflash, no, I am not. So that is something that I am trying to work out in my normal relationship and in my life. But in my day-to-day professional life, I have made that a priority and I think that I'm really good at doing that. So I changed my mindset when it came to work and I actively try to change my mindset every single day when it comes to feeling lonely in my job because it's such an individual role. But I know that I'm deserving of this role, so you're deserving of anything that you achieve. And that's kind of like what I want to like lead into next is like changing your mindset. I dated this guy in high school. We dated for like a really long time. And at this time in my life, I had a lot of like things going on at home. My parents had, um, I came from two very loving parents. Like they loved me and my sister, but did they love each other? Yes, I guess so. They probably did, but they also fought a lot. And, um, it's like learned behavior. Like when you communicate, like when you grow up in a house and like every single day, someone's screaming at someone like your, um, ability to articulate your emotions and, um, fight with others or have a constructive conversation. Well, you know, yelling isn't fun, but either way. So instead of like, I was always yelling at myself internally and I was always yelling at my high school boyfriend internally. And whenever we would fight, it was always like some sort of like outburst. And like one of the times him and I had a really constructive conversation was being like, you know, it is just as easy as like changing your mindset. And I wanted to punch him so hard in the face for saying that, like, just change your mindset. And I'm like, why are you winning right now? At that point in my life, I was like, if I'm not winning the argument with who can yell the loudest, this argument is stupid. So, um, but I didn't react that way in that situation. And I remember that. And it was kind of like an aha moment in my life. And that is one thing that I learned from that relationship was you are control in control of your mindset if you choose to like live in a negative spot in a negative space, if you choose to think negative things about yourself and other people and about society and about life, you're going to live in this rain cloud and define yourself as a negative person. Like you may as well, when you think all this terrible stuff. So by changing your mindset, it's literally like changing your life. Like, um, I have like general anxiety, but I'm not medicated for it. Thinking about getting medicated gives me anxiety. I don't, when I was younger, I would partake in like, I experimented with drugs and whatever. And like now I can't even like think about doing drugs or think about drinking too much because I like being in control of my body and I like being in control of my mind and anything, even though it might help me in my anxiety disorder, um, I don't want to be out of control of my mind. So I choose not to be medicated, but I choose to change my mindset every day. So I have become really good at like talking myself down from having like anxiety attacks, being like, okay, like this is a, this is a feeling you are getting really hot right now. You are fine. Relax queen. Like everything's going to be okay. Like just breathing exercises, the one, two, three, four, and like release out for four, in for four, out for four. And that actually helps so much. I'm sorry. I just drank a coffee right now and I feel like I'm talking really fast. Um, I'm just zoom, zoom, zooming. I'm just going to, I'm going to take my own advice and take a breath. One moment, please. Okay. And we're back and relaxed. We've taken a breath. We've taken a few. 
So um, yeah, staying in tune with your emotions is one of the hardest things you can do. But like once you find success in it and finding a way that it works for you, it makes your life so much easier. And it also makes um, how to change your mindset so much easier and you could you have the ability to like change your mindset and change your behavior and change your reaction so by changing your reaction to things you could just choose to not react nothing has to be like no one has to hear you yell the loudest for you to win and that is one thing that I learned in that and if you're a person that feels like you need to yell the loudest to win like I feel there might be something else going on in your life where you're like screaming on the inside and you just like want to let it out. And girl, boy, whoever's listening, it's okay. I just want you to know that it's okay. Like what we talked about earlier in this episode, grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, grab your phone, just like record yourself, literally just record yourself saying nothing, start a podcast for all I fucking care. Like talk about your emotions and feel them. Go see a therapist. Um, I don't know if I said this in this episode or if I said this in general, but my therapist literally asked me one time, like, why are you here? You seem very in check and very in tune. And I didn't know whether I should be like insulted or if I should be like proud of myself because my therapist was like, why are you here? Like you literally don't need therapy because you're so in tune with yourself. So that was like a really good, like success moment for me. I still go see a therapist like every once in a while just to like keep my emotions in check and to you know update him on my life and whatever but um yeah like being able to just like live inside your brain and take yourself out and like look at something from a different perspective is like step one into like letting go of your ego and like being successful in your relationships and in your life like manifestation comes in so many different forms you like I said you could manifest your love life you could manifest having money you can manifest having having success in your career and in your job and I feel like even though I am very average middle class I that's not the life I see for myself I see myself having like a very um lavish life in um a very like full way I'm not like an overly materialistic person but I do want to be able to like support myself financially and be um, able to help other people in my family financially. And like money isn't the most important thing, but like it's one of my, like in my top five priorities. And being patient is something that I feel not a lot of people have. It's something I'm definitely practicing every single day is being patient. And good things come to people who work hard and make things happen for themselves. The the minute you start expecting things and people to do things for you and expecting like, oh, this person has this, well, I'm just going to ride their coattails or, oh, my family member has this. I'm just like, I should, I'm entitled to that, blah, blah, blah. That's when you have a negative mindset and you need to have like a reality check because you are not entitled to anything that you're not deserving of. You are not entitled to anything that you aren't deserving of. Like say that because it's true. Like the minute that you expect things to happen for you or you just like expect life to be easy, well, guess what? Life is fucking hard and life is fucking long. So just live in it and make the best of it and work hard to achieve the life that you want. And it takes patience and it takes positive affirmations, positive manifestations, good communication with those around you who love you. And that's literally it. Like it's like those things are literally the hardest things to do, but they're the easiest things to do at the same time. When you just like give your head a shake, let go of your ego and you're like, okay, (laughs) I know I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm like yelling right now. Like I'm I'm being like the parent that's like you need to do this. And that's not like my goal here. I'm just I really want you all to be able to like manifest the life that you want and I feel like because I've I feel like I'm an example of that that I can speak on this topic. Again, this podcast is 
100% my opinion, my point of view. I'm not a professional in any shape of the word, except in hair. So if you want to get your hair done by me, DM me, girl. Um, just kidding. Actually, no, not kidding. Um, but yeah, um, I think it's um, a really hard thing to achieve, but it's also a really easy thing to achieve when you put your mind to it. So I feel like I want to conclude this episode. I feel like I left on a pretty heavy but impactful mark. Um, if you like this podcast, it would really mean a lot to me. Wherever you listen to your podcast from, please rate it five stars or three or two or one if it sucks. But if you want to see me get places and you um, like me and you like the advice that I give or whatever I do, it would really mean a lot to me if you um, followed me on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast from and gave me a podcast review. That would be amazing. Um, also, I just want to thank you all for your never ending support and following my Instagram and all the funny memes that I find and make and anyone who like has reached out to me over the past few weeks, um, regarding my friendship breakup and, um, just other things going on in my life. If you know, if you know, you know, uh, I really appreciate you. So thank you so much. Um, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, you can follow um, the podcast on Instagram at House of Shame Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at House of Shame. And you can email any advice or if you want to share a funny story or just like talk about your mental health with me and we could just become friends on the internet, you could email me at House of Shame Pod or the House of Shame Podcast at gmail.com ignore the the so house of shame podcast at gmail.com um yeah so thank you so much for listening to this episode um i hope you all have an amazing um day evening wherever you're listening from and yeah just stay breezy babies have a great one bye